Just to give everybody the rundown, I'm going to say a lot of stuff because it's my show. I have to catch people up on shit. And then I'm going to throw some, let everybody know what's going on in the industry right now. Then I'll throw questions to everybody. But everybody will have a chance to introduce themselves. And when you introduce yourself, say your name, say any production assist, uh, experience you have. If you don't have that much experience beyond the show, say what you do on the show. And um, it, that's it. And then you say, and then we'll get into questions, then we'll play some games, and then I'll say a music section and we'll get out of here. It won't be too long, hopefully. Martini is up. The martini is up, the last shot of many shots though, so. Can you hear me, Jake? Am I in this? Yeah. All right, great, I'll start here. I'm gonna start with some ASMR. Also, congrats on your first season. Yeah, you did it. thanks guys. Not with, at the end of the show. <laughs> okay, at the end of the show, thanks y'all, love y'all. All right, if you're reading this, it's too late. Writers are fighting for their lives fighting for a fair wage, and COVID PAs are fighting for their fucking job. Insert R. Kelly clip. I'm fighting for my life. We're gonna discuss it all during this very special episode of Martini's Up. y'all so welcome i want to welcome my listeners back to the last episode of martini's up podcast a podcast for pas by pas um i know it's usually a while in between uploads so i want to apologize but i also want to thank you all if you have notifications on the episodes and you know when i drop new shit like i really appreciate you i want to thank you those of you who share with your friends i love running into people that i don't know that are telling me about a podcast that they heard from from their friends so keep sharing we're like an open secret i fuck with that if you're a kanye west fan you're not a fan of me you're a fan of yourself um yeah, so basically when I started, I wanted 100 followers and then I wanted at least 40 of those followers to be listening. And we've done, we've exceeded that. So thank you to everybody who has been on, including my guests here today, all my guests from past episodes. I fuck with y'all. If I didn't say that before, I really appreciate that. Um, in other news, this is probably the last episode. I know, I'm corny. I barely was uploading every three months, y'all. Like, I could barely do this. So this is probably the last episode for a while. Um, I know we just came back, but yeah, I got other projects I want to work on for the summer. My boy Jake's on today. So just look forward to more shit under the Martinis Up umbrella. Um... Yeah, but thank you. I want to give some shout-outs before I start. Um, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you to every single guest who's been on from episode one to episode six. And also, I want to thank all of the people who helped with the show. Jake and his mixing and engineering. This shit usually sounds trash, especially today, because we're live on, a, on location. I'll explain later. I also want to thank Jesse Raxon for all the original music you hear. If you want any information on where you can buy his stuff, you go to the Martinis Up page, as well as any information on our guests that are coming on today. Um, now for the season finale of this show, I wanted to do something really, really fucking big. I wanted to have a lot more than just me and one of the cast, like, like past shows. And then I know I wanted more than just one voice, like a couple of voices, like maybe three. And then I also thought like, how about I have a reoccurring guest to like make the show go full circle? 
Bitch, I couldn't have never anticipated that I would have an entire department of people on for the last episode. Like, here the fuck we are. Otherwise known as the former COVID testing team. That's our guest for the uh, day. Can I get a year from the room just to show you? See, I got niggas. I got niggas on niggas. I got non-niggas. I got waiters. We out here, do you heard? Niggas is a beautiful thing. I'm gonna have each of my guests introduce themselves and say a little bit about themselves and how they feel with everything going on. But first, let me let you know, like the gossip, the tea. Back in April, <laughs> it was said that uh, a new return to work agreement would come out and that in that agreement, there will be no more COVID protocols. So no more masks, no more testing, no more plexiglass in the, in the middle of you and your crafty, none of that shit. Effective May 15. Hooray, right? That sounds great, but what about the jobs lost? Martinis Up Podcast is where the PAs will fucking tell you. All right? So also brewing back in April was a writer's strike that threatened to shut down most productions going on currently and some productions that will be upcoming. So it was going to delay a lot of shit. And guess what? Them motherfuckers went on strike May 2nd, causing a perfect storm for my guest today. Um... <laughs> Everybody was fired, guys, <laughs> as of uh, <laughs> May 16th. And today is May 19th while we're recording. So we're going to get the real deal. The, the, the emotions are flowing, possibly. I'm going to have my guests tell you about their experience uh, thus far. So, yeah, let's start with the first guest. I'm going to go around the table. Reveal yourself. You know who it is. Do we have a former guest in the building? <laughs> Oh, yeah, episode four. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know who it is. Say it with Big your chest, right in the building. <laughs> Next guest. Returning to the mic, uh, Taylor. I was a former guest. Happy to be back. Episode one. Check me out. <laughs> All right. And then now for our new guest. My name is C. Swervel to you. Heard. I started in the industry... Uh, working on the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel show before this, and my first job on here is health and safety, so we here. Heard, heard. Who's next? The man of many names, my nigga. But, <laughs> yo, today, you, you know what? I think I'm gonna be today. I don't want a nickname. You feel me? Nah, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Actually, can I be P-Roy? P-Roy, so I'll nice. cut out whatever names you guys right. are not yeah, gonna I'm go by. Yeah, P-Roy. Shout out to Davis McLean and all that good shit. Han. All right. I'm Ella. That's it. Um, Ella Bands. Ella Bands. And uh, this is technically my first PA job as an adult. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, period. Period. So, period. period. That's it. All right. Who's next? My name is Riley. Uh, Mr. I've been in, I've worked on a few PA jobs. This is uh, actually kind of my first real COVID job. Heard. Super easy. And you were fired, so. I mean, laid off. <laughs> yes, per. Chill laid off, laid off. Okay, that's it, Riley? That, that's... I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to keep it vague, because I okay. might start talking shit. Yeah, no, I love that. I said what I said! I'm Jake. Um, I was a PA, then I was a COVID PA, then I was a COVID manager, now I'm unemployed lugging a bunch of microphones to someone else's job so they can make a podcast. We and appreciate you. That's my life. Yay! 
Thank you to all my guests in the room. This is the biggest fucking podcast episode I've had. We got a lot of brains in the room, so we're going to try to keep it calm. Without further ado, let's get into the motherfucking show, all right, y'all? So I'm going to throw some questions out. Say your opinions. Let's get, like, a good, positive group discussion going. I don't have friends. I got family. First question for the group. How did you feel when you first heard about the writer's strike? And can you explain in three words, like, what you even think what the fuck this strike is? A lot of people are confused. I don't know. When I heard about the writer's strike, I immediately knew, like, 2008, 2007, it was a bad, it was a bad time for people. We probably going to lose our jobs. What about everybody? Honestly, I didn't know what to expect because I'm not even on front. I was like, bro, I don't write shit, so that ain't got nothing to do with me. Because, you know, I, I ain't really, you know, hip to all this production shit. But, you know, when that shit really affected us, I was like, damn, these writer dudes is bugging. <laughs> yes, I put, that's the quote. That's, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Everybody else? I didn't really know what the fuck was going on with the strike. Like, I don't really understand how it was happening or like shout out to the fact that we started getting picket it was crazy it just made it real and it was just like the fuck is it's about to be over for us like <laughs> i don't know but see niggas is really out there with signs like, yeah like niggas is really out there like saying they was following our locations and everything like it was not playing <laughs> so the writers were serious when they tried to copy what you think i'm playing with you huh Riley, you got any opinions, comments, concerns? I knew we were fucked. Um, <laughs> I honestly thought we'd get shut down before now, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm kind of impressed that they did. We've been picketed like three times at this point, and I guess the technicality that the transpo people don't have to physically walk in front of the... Technicalities. It's technicalities. But, you know, like... They should get their money. I'm feeling like the the general consensus in the room is that not a lot of below the line or PAs typically know what the fuck is going on when it comes to these people in higher positions like complaining about their wages because we are barely making it as is. Um, Audis versus Bentleys. Where's my money, bitch? I ain't gonna keep asking nice. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of corny. Uh, is anybody worried about the lack of work in the city right now? Since we all just quote unquote lost our jobs, like, yeah. would, is anybody worried about production right now? That the city Hell is pretty yeah. dry. Hell yeah, yeah. Say that. Say that. I'm not even going. Wow, I want to work on raising Canaan. Me too. I love that show. Copy, copy, hopefully, if you're listening, I raise a Canaan and you know, Lofty, please, Lofty, help some niggas out. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Can I be real for like two seconds? Three Always, seconds? please. Yo, yo, like, I'm not gonna lie. I respect, like, you know, what the writers is doing, striking, you know, they need their bread and all that. You niggas is pussy, though. Because the other day, <laughs> they let us cross that fucking line. Like I <laughs> how much of this is personal? Um, how much of this is personal gain rather than for the people? Yeah, and like, bro, if it takes, like, a small conversation for y'all to be like, yeah, we still gonna pick it, but, you know, y'all could film. Do y'all, y'all niggas really wanna get paid, bro? Like, Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer. So y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. Um, three words is unemployed or unemployed or scrap. Like in three words. Like you could just keep a job and then like having to walk over picket lines type of shit. 
or just, yeah, kind of be on the employment line. So it's been interesting. It's been an interesting week, for sure. Sounds like we don't have much of a choice as production assistants, do we? We kind of got to keep a job anyway. Um, I guess that could uh, put me into the next thing. Do you think that production assistants should be unionized? Is it weird that we are not allowed to cross the picket line, but we ourselves are not unionized or protected by anything? I mean, look at it. We all just got fired, and there's nobody to say, hey... They should get three weeks' notice. Let's be real about the firing situation. So how much information did everybody know beforehand versus what is happening today? I ain't know a damn thing, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think we would come to this, though. I'm not going to find Okay. We didn't know shit, but I'll always count on corporate executives to be assholes. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was seeing what I was going to, but no, like I like our boss told us that like the the studio execs assured us that we'd be on till the end of the season. But I mean, it's the same reason the writers are striking. These motherfuckers are businessmen down to the numbers. They don't give a shit. And the minute they don't have to pay us to be here, I was. I, I wanted to believe we'd stay on because the job's super easy, but like, nah. Get the stepping! They're gonna tell us to go fuck ourselves. Is that and perhaps they did. too easy? They, no, I mean, like, it, you know, it's nice. Like, I, y'all are cool. We get to, I don't know, like, there's work enough that it's not boring, but like, you know, when do you get paid guarantees 12 hours, guaranteed 12 hours days of work for not 12 not hours much a day? work. So you think that, like, overall, you guys happy? If you were in another department, would you guys be happy with the end of COVID? Like, if we were all looking from the perspective of the AD department or people who COVID has not made people's lives necessarily easier in the last couple of years. So if you want a different department, would you care? Is it because we're in the COVID speak department? Speak for yourself. I mean, <laughs> what, what did you say, Jordan? I said speak for yourself. In what terms? What do you mean? Um, it hasn't made people's lives easier by any means. But I think as a department in itself, I, uh, I appreciate being a manager or higher up because I got to see what it was to work on a film set at your exact own pace. Like you make the executive decisions for your department's well-being and, and doing that and whatnot. And I think that changed so much by being a real department because it was just like, actually, no, like I have a say so in this. It wasn't like if you're like a key PA or something, you still have like three different chain of commands that are someone telling you what to do. No, right, can we elaborate on that? Like COVID has been an inconvenience, but I do think it's created a lot of opportunities for people who otherwise would not have been able to bring it to a very tight knit industry, right? People have been able to become managers from PAs to managers in this position. People have been able to break into the industry and create others. Like look at us now. We're all going into different positions, like being able to go into another position, like such as locations or a graphics or props. Those are kind of hard positions to talk your way into. But the only way we were all able to get in is through COVID. So I feel like gift and a curse. Blessing in disguise. Yeah, blessing Definitely. in disguise. I mean, it's, it's speak for yourself again. Who, what, what other department are we going to? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, say that. To express your frustration, then. Mm. How do you feel? Do you feel dropped? Do you feel like they just left you high and dry type shit? Okay, he's putting on glasses. <laughs> he's actually 
actually went on a whole oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Are you getting this? I feel like, oh, wow, we never had cameras in the Martinez wow. room, but I'm happy you do. Wow. You about to go <laughs> UEP doing <laughs> Make sure you talk to the mic, brother. <laughs> talk, talk, brother. Talk, 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 brother. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Honestly, this whole strike has shown me a different side of just how film sets are functioning. And a lot of people are in it for them fucking selves. This shit is honestly a bigger struggle than what people make it out to be. And when we got to cross that picket line on Wednesday, it was a big thing of just kind of just sitting there where it was just like, I don't really want to be that person that's like, no, don't fight for your, your rights on what you want in your department. Because that's weird for me to be speaking on that. I don't know what your struggle is. It's weird to talk people out you, of something that is right. Like, with fair wages right. is a serious thing. That's yeah. crazy. And I feel like people are just in it for themselves. Like, the comments I see where it's just like, oh, uh, people need their jobs back. I have stuff to pay for and whatnot. And it's just like, that's crazy because when Ayati was pulling this shit two years ago, we were all turning turning away to help them out. Like we 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 took that deep breath and was like, you know Say what? That. We gotta step away and do our thing. Unfortunately, their negotiations was met at a unreasonable and un I wanna say unified, ununified as situation that people still weren't satisfied after that shit was over with. Now we got the whole writer strike going on. And again, people just don't see what the fuck is the problem. And I feel like a lot of people on set kind of see writers on like a producer level of things. Cause it's just like, well, they still get paid or whatever, but like, no, they make our fucking show. And like, it's we don't not that much money. Without a writer, like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Well, um, I want to say first that the disguise was totally worth it. You definitely dropped some gems. To bring it into COVID, how do you feel? Like we're kind of going through a similar situation where a lot of people were smiling in our face when they need masks, when they need tests. Uh, they're like saying, like, "Oh wow, it's really nice." And then these you niggas started to pointing to their watch <laughs> when it was going down. Say that when we got that return to work on what what was happening and our jobs were going away it wasn't like we need to work how dare you go on strike it was like no nah, you motherfuckers can go even though we were there to help you and that was what your union asked us to do that's so, yeah. crazy how can someone consider to be so structured yet fucking literally do nothing but fucking tear things apart like the idea of fucking me walking up to like a 20 something year old and being like, you're not gonna have no job soon. How do you feel okay by saying that, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's I fucking bro. <laughs> I ain't snitching on nobody and all this production. It's a couple of them motherfuckers. It's a couple of them motherfuckers. Say that. No, yeah, I want you guys to talk about Actually, your experience. Actually, I'm gonna snitch on one of them. Oof. Fuck you. So actors were fucking teasing you guys too. That's not yes. cool. Yes, like it was OD I mean, me. And no, what's day. the seriousness of that though? Like, right? It's all fun and games, but it's like, what are you guys gonna do if we didn't get placed in other departments? What what was next? Can somebody explain their unemployment plan? Because I ain't have I'm one. I'm not going front. Um, mm -hmm. Selling ass. You wanna see some ass? I wanna see some cash. 
Yeah, shit, Riley keeping it real. You should just repeat that. I'm gonna say the adult answer. Probably, you know, unemployment. You feel me? You know, start job searching, and if it got worse. Gotta do, gotta do hood shit. Sell your PlayStation. Exactly. Gotta start putting money in the shoebox. You feel me? Gotta yes. start staying up hours you don't want to stay up and talking to people you don't want to talk to. Facts. Mm. Say that. Damn. Yeah. 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 Can anybody? Let's all try to explain like the last few days, sort of Ooh, being in the COVID department, like what we have to look forward to, what it's been. I would best describe it as we've kind of been in limbo, kind of this unknown, until yesterday at least, we were kind of in this unknown land of job or no job. What are we doing? Why are we here? Where are we going? Ask to sell? Crack to nah, sell? Um, Opening it up to the room. Like Ask every day waking up to that uncertainty. Ass. Like that shit sucked. Yeah, it was like a month, bro. We knew since April, like, for the most part, all of us knew, like, mid-April that something could have happened, but that whole uncertainty of, like, do we have a job? Was, like, can I buy that new mm-hmm. iPhone? I when can't. Was, when was our reassurance provided, does it? Okay, we got a text. We got fired over text a few days ago. Only a few days before that did I have a phone call with our boss where she said, I promise you guys will remain on until the end of production. And I said, thank you. Folks turned down jobs, right? The common yep, theme I turned in the down room. a job. A bunch of you turned down a job. A bunch of people. Um, Speak for our yourself. main testing coordinator turned down like yeah. a big girl job. Yes. So like that wasn't cool. Day of the firing. We so. started a new Kid protocol. We were doing good. Horrible. I was having a drink at home, looking forward to the week. And then we get the text. Get us. I think it's been an emotional like purgatory. I just been like sitting still and not really understanding shit. I go to sleep and I wake up, not to think that it's like a nightmare or something, but it's like, damn, that shit was really on Tuesday. I was I was told that this shit was done. We got told that it was done. And I think what was bad is like the sense of reassurance on how it was spoken just felt so genuine. To a point where it was like, I think if anything was to pop off, it wouldn't result in us losing our jobs, but it would just result in us doing work differently. And I think that's what made this week so fucking eventful. This was supposed to be choreographed. That's about as choreographed as a dog getting fucked on roller skates. Y'all thought Logan Roy was going to keep us? Come no, on I now. didn't think so. I actually the I, whole time kind of knew that she was making her own ulterior like plans. Whether she was surprised or not, no, she wasn't I, really. I genuinely don't think lied to us. I think. That bitch lied, nigga. Shut up. No. I don't know if she did. I feel like it came as much as a surprise to her. Her Mm -hmm. her downfall was the communication. When you know something, you need to say it and then keep in contact. You can't fire a group of people over text messages. That shit shit was whack as hell, bro. She's figuring everything out. This is everyone's first pandemic, but like, if you didn't know from April to May, we didn't yeah. have job security. Like, do you owe that to people? Or is that just telling chickens to run around without your head? Uh, you it's absolutely a dip, you know, do owe yeah. people. That. That's fucking with niggas' livelihoods. Niggas got rent. Some niggas got kids. No. Whole bunch of shit going on, bro. 100%. Like, you feel me? You can't just drop a bomb like that in the middle of the fucking day, bro. Like, it for does real. Suck. Like, that shit fucked up my whole day. Like, my mom had infused broil at the crib. I don't know if y'all know about that. I that don't. shit mega. Basically, we're going to get into that okay. afterwards. Okay. But, like, yo, like, you know, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for, like, a lovely day. A lovely day. I'm doing my ocean shit. 
Boss man hit the chat. Yo. Damn. Yeah, my nigga, yo, we was waiting for that answer, bro. <laughs> the tension was in the year. room. I, I never rolled up a blunt that fast in my life. <laughs> you feel me? I'm sitting there looking at the phone waiting like, oh, Lord. But I already knew it was over. But, but yeah, you can't you can't do shit like that, bro. You can't. Wait, imagine your boss texts you, I'm speechless, period, and then doesn't say shit for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I did tell him not to do that. I was losing it. I was scared. Yeah, I was scared. I thought we got caught doing something. And now a word from our sponsors. <sighs> oh, do we have to answer, answer? On, the answer on the pod. My boss is Hello? calling. Hello? Hey. Hey. Are you still here by any chance? way of saying things. How about you explain what just happened for the listeners? Received a call from the titular boss. I don't know if we're editing the name out, the name in, but probably we got a call. Um, the call immediately. Hey, hi, are you still here? And that is in micro, The like that's it. No one knows who's here. There's a lot of like, I assume so-and-so's in their office. They're not really in their office. Yeah, and I think Taylor for bringing it back. around with just with COVID in general. So all of this is leading up to Tuesday. Like it's just been a long purgatory of getting fired slowly. Death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> who I love and is out the room. He don't know what's going on, respectfully, you know what I mean? My brother and the Panthers, like, we, we just, you know, we need a guidance from a lot of different angles. So, that's Tuesday. Does anyone want to open up to, I don't know, like, what comes next? They want everybody to talk about the positions that they may have gotten placed in, if they're happy about it, sad about it, and how you feel just being, like, the person thrown from one department and just, I don't know, we're like all Nepo babies now. We just got placed because our boss We just got into, drafted like the playoffs. No facts, no let's say that. So how does, how does everybody feel? Let's go around and talk about where everybody got placed. Our boss, just so everybody knows, like we all got fired, but she's trying her best to help us because she kind of really dropped the ball terribly. So she's placing everybody in departments to give us jobs until the end of the production. So she's not We got that Wednesday. That bad, fired Tuesday, went home, sad drink. And then it's like, oh, we're not, we're not, we're not really, really fired. fired yet. And we still this week have been kind of waiting on like further guidance. Who's our new oh. boss? Uh, I'm going into to the production office, which is uh, theoretically a good job for, you know, it's good for the career. I'm around good people and stuff, producers and such. But Weren't it's you also, a production uh, office Yeah, I, I hated it. Um, real <laughs> shit. It's good, but it's like, it's... You ever seen Severance? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the same kind of mental torture. Wow. Every day. Because, like, everything is so... It's like lunch and stupid shit. Like, what kind of chips you have at Crafty. But, like, the director cares. And then it becomes like, you know how when like someone kind of cares about something that's important and they're like, I like salt and vinegar chips. And then everyone's like, if you don't have salt and vinegar chips, you're fucking fired. Like, 
Okay. And it was just like one time was a thing that the person was like, ah, those are cool. Like every everyone just treats it so panicky because of like, I don't know, it's weird. And then like working on set in this job and seeing how lax it is and the fact that like I'm pretty sure certain folks in that world are sneaking off to do like bumps every 45 minutes. Allegedly! All right, Riley. Okay. Um, like, like literally, I've had like bosses in the production office refer to like producers as the adults, and I'm like, motherfucker, I'm an adult. I can ask this dude what he wants for lunch. He'll, feed, I don't know. And then I guess on the other hand, sometimes they will root. You got like, you know, the Scott Rubens of the world and shit. So. So you're not it's not happy. unfounded. <laughs> I am happy. It's good, but I'm at this. I'm like, that's why. Yeah, sorry. All right, yeah. So I'm, I'm talking circles. That's kind of why I was ultimately like, no, nah, I'm gonna miss this job because like, this job was easy. I know. I'm kind of thinking nice. about that too. Where I've been places, I kind of don't like. I've been wanting to be props for a long time. It's time for me to move into a union. I've been doing like the production shit a lot. Yeah. But um, yeah, not. Not looking forward to doing more work than I was doing on here, which is very little. It's nice so, to relax not happy about that, but hello, where are you going? Where are you going? What are you doing? What's up with you? Um, I was tossed into locations, which makes sense because I feel like they're like, you know, the laid back group. Yeah. And I think I belong with them. I th- okay, I definitely fit in in locations for sure. Word. So. That'll be cool. I feel like it's not going to be much harder than health and safety. I'll still be driving a van like I was before. I'll just be, instead of PPE in my van, it'll be like tables. So. Do you know what, a, I would love to like explain to you what a unit PA is. Are you going to be a unit PA? Yeah. yeah. You know what that is? The PA of the unit. (laughs) Well, if you want, you don't have to do the homework, but if you go and look at episode one of Martini's up, we have a lot of unit PA jokes. They're in charge of a lot of shit, like in terms of holding tables, chairs, toilet paper, soap, random things, trash. I'm just, yeah, taking out a lot of trash. And she says, I'm quick to check a bitch if she is out of line. Are you the bitch she's singing about? Don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to not be unemployed. Word. But I wouldn't say... say that. Snap for yeah. that in the room. Let's snap for not being unemployed, guys. But, yeah. like, is this my dream? No. But, you know. I got kind of excited there for a second, like, a few days after we got fired, before we got unfired. Oh, my God, yes. Me too. No, I speak like, why. Yeah. Me too a little yeah, bit. There was say just it. a second there. After... At first, I was, like, really sad. And then a few days later, I was like, maybe this will be really good. I'll have like a week to myself and then I'll start some stupid job again. And then, yeah, but it never ends. <laughs> so. uh, do you want to end on that? Or? <laughs> sure. That was really nice. That's why I suggested it. All right. Tell us, where you going? What you doing? Niggas want me to be an AD, man. But like, um, I'm trying to become a grip. So boss lady told me that um basically she called me last and she said she called me last for a reason so i thought she was about to grease a nigga i'm like, I'm going front. I'm like damn i'm like this is that call bro i'm the only motherfucker who don't get tossed somewhere pause so um yeah, that was crazy i was not letting that, i was not letting that hang in there like that pause so um <laughs> that's double pause for real 
because you know when you go to Broadway, you go to they got the booty bandits, you know, and uh, they'd be like, hey Pause. man, they come in and then they they surround you, and then the, Yo, Jay, and then pull, one bug can Jay, come Jay, in. Jay, when you up here, when you say booty bandit, just say pause after so nobody <laughs> talk about you real quick. So like, uh, I told her, you know, she asked me what I wanted to do. I told her I wanted to become a grip, did my OSHA and all this extra shit. So she said, come Monday, if I can't get placed in there, I'll be an AD. I don't really know what the AD is. All I know is my dad was excited when I told him. Snicker Riley said I'm gonna be making money, 15 hour days, which is regular at this point. Yeah, I'm PAs are the only people. Like we make money because of how many hours we yeah. put in. So you're gonna be taking home a fatter check than you have been taking home on COVID. A lot more work though, a lot more niggas on your dick, so to speak. PAs, you guys have fun over the AD department. Yeah. Only the strong survive. I think you guys can do it. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna try. It's better than, you know, not having fucking nothing, yo. And I no like job. to I like to say like when you know, because my whole family's been asking like, what's going on? Because they know about the writer strike and shit like that. So when this situation popped up, I basically compared it to like Wu Tang. I said we got the Wu Tang deal basically. We're still health and safety, but we're in different departments. Like Wu Tang was still Wu Tang, but they got to sign to different places. I went and bought me an outfit today that costed a lot of money today. You know what I mean? Because I figured that Wu Tang was gonna win. I don't know how y'all see it. But when it comes to the children, Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Puffy is good, but Wu-Tang is the best. Like, you know, yeah, like my dad was at Def Jam. Chef was at Loud. You know, ODB had his deal wherever, wherever. So it's like, yeah, we're still health and safety. But, you know, you have your department, AD, locations, office PA, shit like that, you know? But so, when we see each other in the hallway, we're like, yeah, wow. Like, I mean, it's still health and safety to the death, you feel me? Like, everybody else can eat a dick. Bitch. See, swerve on the mic. Where you going, girl? I'm going to the AD department. Um, and I'm, I'm not mad at it. Beggars can't be choosers. I'm not mad at being in the AD department. I mean, yes, I would love to be a writer. I am a writer, but I wouldn't mind getting on the path to being an assistant director. Maybe I'll be really talented in it. Um, I do want to direct my own series one day from the book that I'm going to release. So, you know, I just take what I can get at this point. Everything's a blessing. One thing I have realized, that if God don't do it, it just won't get done. I'm excited. Uh, 15 hour days, first person there, last person to leave. Kind of crazy. It's going to build the armor you're not ready for. Yeah, you It'll know. Be good. But I got Sean Swervo with me until we go to the Grips. <laughs> we outside. So, yeah, thanks. I have faith in these two the most. Yes. Thank you for all of that. <laughs> Definitely yeah, can't say that. Um, so, yeah, shout out our boss. I'm going into the art world. I'm going to be in graphics. I love graphics. I have no thoughts about it. Um, but just quickly, uh, I was the office PA in many ways of this team. I was the Jake Jurge where I just, I've been hanging out in the room that we're currently in. We're live at the penitentiary. And I did not have to cross a strike line. Important to note, like they striked at Steiner twice and I kind of, they were very strategic, which is like goes to show the kind of solidarity arguments that they're having. Like, you know, very for show, like uh, practice what you preach. But yeah, I'm moving into the art world, which is exciting because they're the nicest people attached. Uh, shit, yeah. 
a few moments later. Jordan's back in the room. Yeah, what Somebody happened the listeners. out there? Yeah, Jordan, where were you? How was that? Where'd you go? I've never been good uh, when it came to answering the phone in a room full of people. I'm not going to hold you. You I picked re- it up. You picked it up confidently. <laughs> I don't even know how I do that. I literally, like, I almost passed out. I heard Shy, Shy did the hood nigga laugh. And he's like, ah! <laughs> it was it was a rap. It was a rap. And honestly, as soon as she said hello, I just looked at the phone and I was like, I don't think I have it in me to respond. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, be laughing. we saw that. I'm gonna be laughing. And you know, luckily enough, this place got really bad service, it's echoey. And that's true, that's true. She already knew what the business was. <laughs> As soon as I hung up and I called her back, she's like, you must have just left B&H. I'm like, you already know. <laughs> and she was like, I'm dropping, she's like, I'm about to come down. And I was like, no, 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 no. No need. I'm at stage four. Thank you. I'll come to you. Stay comfortable. Enjoy your Friday. Hey, May. I see you got on your May I feel like you always do. I don't blame you. I had an in-private conversation with uh, our uh, manager. And I was like, I'm gonna be real with you. I literally said it just like this, word from mouth. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, you out here fucking with people's jobs. I said, you gotta let people know. I was like, sis, it's been a week. A week since you told them of reassurance on something we heard about since April. And you told me not to tell them. Boom. You feel me? And this is people's jobs we talking about. I said it just in this tone, but a little bit like faster. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because it was on my mind. And then you out here, I was like, and then you out here pushing uh, the job of where we gonna put stuff. But you you have, you caught in a lie. Tell her you caught in a lie. Because you said, did you tell Alexis what to do? And she said, I did. You said, no, you didn't. <laughs> Just, just let us know. You wasn't screaming, but you definitely had a lot of facts coming out pretty quickly. You know what's crazy? Oh, goofy! Now that you just, <laughs> now that you just, now that you just brought that back up, it's like two days. That was kind of, that was kind of hard. I used to talk to my mom like that. That's fucked up. All right, before we get to <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like she called me immediately after to say that he screamed at her, and then. She said to the group that I yelled at her. That's what she started off with. Hi team, Jordan she said, yelled Hi team. at me. And when, before I left, what were we talk about? We talk about me doing a lead up into, oh, you ain't got no jobs no more. This motherfucker went straight into, hi team, this nigga yelled at me. Angry black man. It wasn't like two different chat bubbles. This shit was in a whole ass segment, yelled at me. Kind of facts, talking about production, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, motherfuckers gonna be caught up on that first line, and that's exactly what happened. Because as soon as it popped off, I don't even think motherfuckers read it. Y'all were just like, damn, what happened? No, what happened? Y'all didn't even read the beef of what she was saying. Y'all read that first line, and I think that's what hurts me. Is like this motherfucker separated it. She separated it from the whole text message in itself. She said, he yelled at me. She didn't say he yelled at me, but it comes to my attention. She said he yelled at me, dot, 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 dot. Enter, 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 new paragraph. 
I'm not reading that shit. I'm not reading that shit. Excuse me, can you record me real quick? Hmm? Can you record me real quick? Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. Um, thanks for that. I feel you like that's a good it. that's I, a good enough update. Um, I, moving two, on. Two things on that. Oh, sure. One, I read the message. It was only like it was that short. That's how it was. I responded immediately because she she sent us. It showed up on on a single screen in the iPhone. That was the and it and it started with Jordan yelled at me. And that was the first text message or interaction she'd had with us since the text firing us. Very true. Literally. So immediately we're all like, I don't care if he yelled at you, but he should yell at you. You just texted us that our jobs are gone and then just ghosted us. Now, let's talk about that. I'm going to close it up. This was a really great group discussion. I'm going to move us on. I have one last final question for the group, which would be like something sweet. What will you miss most about the COVID department? On any job you've ever been on, just anything, what will you miss most? It could be like the camaraderie of this team or it could just be in general, what will you miss most? I'm gonna speak for Phonem. And oh yeah, we, we're a group within health and safety. We call ourselves Phonem. Phonem. There's one, two, three, Phonem. Copy. You feel me? <laughs> um, <clears throat> one thing I'm gonna miss is uh, every day we would come up with one shenanigan to do, whether on location or here at Steiner. So, you know, we've done a lot of, sh- you know, stupid, dummy, goofy shit. I mean, you know, I'm going to miss the shenanigans for real. Personally. Thank you. Shout out to Phonem. Because <laughs> we started, we started with Short somebody like- else who dipped. Another shorty just dipped last week on us. Another nigga who got added dipped on us and we stuck it out even though some of us had moments where we wanted to quit I'm glad we stuck it out together because like We've made really good friendships on this job and me personally This is the not even this is my first COVID department job in in general, but This is the best job I've ever had in my entire life like no lie and like I've never been in a job environment where it wasn't toxic or it wasn't petty or it wasn't like micromanaging or like this means more to me than y'all will ever know so I'll definitely miss working with these people this has been a really good team and I love y'all <laughs> okay, I don't know how to be serious but I do love you guys a lot um, that's what, when we got fired before we were unfired. I was only sad because I just want to hang out with you guys every day. Nah, that's facts. That that's what you come to work to do. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm not going to lie. I come to work to hang out with you guys. Why else? She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on now. Coming back to this job, I think I've been doing like a lot of just reflection in general. Like when I, you know, season one. <laughs> oh my God, please refer to episode four if you want to know any, cause you're gonna start crying. I'm not, I'm not gonna, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into full detail. Cause I, I really, we, we got more important matters at hand. There's a strike going on. Yeah. Motherfucker, I think this job was really about just, I mean, this, this, this talk today is just really about the lack of job security. Like nothing is ever permanent or safe in this industry. But every day I just strive and love to do it. Um, And I think what's crazy is just in general though, coming back to this job was already like a strong distaste. But then I had a team that was 
you know, it, it had its own drama, but it wasn't like anything that was severe. It wasn't niggas fighting. Drama? <laughs> you feel me? It wasn't niggas fighting. Ooh! Ah, the ghetto! The ghetto! I think once you get into other de departments, they live by that, that crew call and they, they die by that rap out. So it's, it's really hard to get downtime to a point of real relaxation and freedom. I feel like if we knock out that first big half in the morning, we kind of have our own time to do our own things. Like I appreciated working on Fugue and I would see, you know, Jake writing and doing shit like that. Like that was a beautiful thing to me. I love the idea of people working on themselves while being at work. So that was a very important thing going into this job. And I, I really am going to miss this team for doing that. Uh, I'm going to miss painting. Like <laughs> really weird that I was so painting fun. a ton in B&H. I'm now getting a job where my boss was like, oh, that seems valuable. I'm glad that you're painting on the clock. Got me a job uh, in the art department. So hopefully I'll be- <laughs> Is it shady? Is it shady? I I want to say full too. circle. I also am going to miss, because um, I've worked COVID jobs longer than a lot of people. Yeah, I, I had the first COVID job. I threw the first mask at Stonewall. And I had a trailer. <laughs> HBO gave me a trailer. Changed your whole life, yo. You just are a different kind of, person on set when you could kind of just like, oh, that's nice. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. Like, I just gotta go to my trailer. It's AC, it's heated. I miss my trailer, but. That, okay. Yeah, that was only I wanna say, you miss yo, the yo, Taylor, I appreciate you for bringing all that fly paint and shit here. You relieved my stress one day. I painted something real lovely that's hung up in the crib right now. Thank you. I'm gonna miss uh, getting paid for one job to do like a whole other jobs as you mentioned i was writing on my covid job animating shit for people that they were paying me uh you promoted me on that other job like i was like four months into living here so that shit was crazy like <laughs> and then uh just like yeah hanging out i don't know you guys seems like a good squad i'm sorry that it's kind of over um but yeah like shit we went to the hamptons off our covid job like <laughs> Money, money. So uh, the best rap party I think I've ever No, I've never uh, had a job that wasn't as much about the job as this job. Rip. Right. You, yes. you have anything? Yeah, you guys that? <laughs> Shout out COVID. <laughs> Shout out health and safety. Yeah. Hey up. Boop 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 boop. New York, if you're listening, go to your nearest Walgreens and take your baths down. New York City, you listen to me. If you're near a convenience store right now, any type of 24-hour store, go into the store right now and put your hand in the cash register for no reason. Their money is your money. We'll take a small break, which is what I put in some cool music, and then we're gonna move on to a new section because we're about to play some motherfucking games. You know what I mean? You about to learn what's in the new chicken wraps? Crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, three cheeses, fresh dressing. Yeah, facts. Stay tuned with the Martinis <laughs> podcast. guys welcome back to the martinis up podcast we've been here i've been here with the entire covid gang phone um bosses administrators non-covid people people who used to be covid it's a little bit of everything in this podcast we're gonna move on from discussion i feel like we gave a lot of insight 
to play some games. First, we're gonna play two games. Let's start off with the first game that I like to call, let's 86 that. Walkie lingo, if you don't know what 86 means, to 86 something means to like, about face, don't do it, cancel it, be done with it. Stop it, get some help. So when you say let's 86 that, um, that's the game. So name something that you want to 86 in the film industry related and I'll start just to give you guys an example and we'll go around the circle. So, less 86, hmm, less 86 walkies. I know they need it for communications, but I'm tired of holding them shits on my hip. They heavy. That's it. Less 86 it. Moving on. Stop it. Get some help. Less 86 rude background. Mm, yeah, they are no. annoying, so preach. Let's 86 that. Stop it. Get some help. Moving on. I had one and I forgot. That was a really good one. Um, I would just 86, like, crafty tables being open to the public and everyone can touch whatever, but, like, no hand sanitizer. We still have the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I went over there today and it's just like, I don't even want that donut. I don't know if people might have touched these tongs, that donut, like... Just a little protocol. Can I can I add on to that? Because COVID protocols. We had a tandem on season six of Power, and there was an electrician who, as a random, like hire for the day, this motherfucker took the tongs with a cookie and used the tongs to eat the cookie. See, that's <laughs> the show. And we were like, right. we were like, what? <laughs> Exactly so less 86 nasty-ass electricians touching shit Just and well, less 86 crafty. Honestly, honestly pre-COVID, pre like not to be germaphobic, it's it was pretty a, fucking nasty. It was so not fucking nasty on a film set. Yeah. I call fucking strep. We're going back to that. Three times <laughs> in one season. That's Jordan's fucking gross. About offending How the long was Yo, yeah, that's nasty as shit. Anyways, less 86, 86. nasty crafty <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Moving on. Gross. Thank you. Stop it. Get some help. Let's 86 catering. Yo, they, I was about to say that. Cause they putting raisins in the rice and that shit is, <laughs> don't make no fucking sense, B. Like, the truck is all right, but like catering, I don't want Mexicans making my curry chicken, I'm sorry. It only takes a little bit of white brainwash to activate the cool chip. Say that, say yo, yo, that, I'm tired I of you niggas, wait, man. Wait, 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 I'm really up. tired of these catering motherfuckers coming through with the same ass, lame ass breakfast, same ass, lame ass lunch. Don't even hand out dinner. Yo, matter of, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. The, the, the walk away lunches, they be hitting sometimes. They be hitting sometimes. But y'all be throwing bullshit on a sandwich talking about, yo, eat that. I'm tired of these niggas, man. Niggas been throwing up because of this food in the morning, like these breakfast sandwiches. Ella had to get a colonoscopy, my nigga. Because okay, I had. No, 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 no. I had issues before I started eating <laughs> okay. catering. Nah, nah, we be blaming this on catering, bro. Okay. We Take blaming it on catering, bro. This nigga, Riley always eating biscuits and gravy. He <laughs> yeah. wanna switch it up. I he know he wanna switch it. it up. No, he doesn't want to switch it up. Like, damn. Biscuits, and biscuits are, are nasty as hell, but when you put the gravy in, because they're Say so stale and nasty, and the inside's like doughy, you put the gravy in. But that's on, what we see with the mess. You be why is the gravy no, white? I've never seen white gravy in my life. Never seen white gravy. Niggas be serving grits. That should be Alfredo. Them shits don't get touched, bro. Like, yo. Pant man, is man. that a joint between you and you? Are y'all both saying 86 catering? Yes, or? bro. We complain yeah. about this shit every 
fucking that. Oh yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want to add something else to that. Eighty-six, the motherfucking orange juice, the great, I mean, uh, the cranberry juice and the apple juice as the only fucking options in the morning. Okay, <laughs> niggas don't want to just drink that. I might appreciate a little bit of lemonade or something. You feel me to wash down this nasty ass breakfast fucking ice bacon, coffee, egg, and cheese, BLT, whatever. You feel me? Stop it. Get some help. Yo, catering, you, we used to have to go and test all of catering. And catering used to be, they started being like, no, we're not coming. We're not, we're not, we're not testing. And like, yeah. and then they want to have COVID. Those be the ones that be getting COVID on set. It be touching catering, they making all the food, touching all the food all day. Like, and, and be bringing random shows. ass niggas we got to test. Like, Shout out to the random yo, caterers. Yo, it was like one week, like three different girls showed up. Guy? Like, who the fuck is this? One girl brought her boyfriend. I was like, oh, who is he? Does he need to test? She's like, no, he's just my boyfriend. I'm like, oh, so he's not working. He's just here. Oh, okay. I guess that's what we doing. Like, shit is ghetto. You need to watch yourself you before you get checked. Who gonna check me, boo? So it's no winning with catering. We just have to 86 no. them completely cancel nah. it. Oh, and I'm sorry. One more time, because this is bringing up man memory. Yo, that bogus ass fucking chopped cheese they had us eat, bro. Oh, yeah, I don't that like when they bring chopped cheese. It, it offends me as well. Nigga, that's, yo, man, the, my <laughs> cheese wasn't even melted, my nigga. The cheese wasn't cheese melted? Cheese wasn't even melted. Wasn't no condiments on the joint. You feel me? I don't even think they chopped up onions with the meat pours. <laughs> Why do you have to pause that? I said All right. Me. Anyways, 86 <laughs> catering. Uh, we're good on that. Thanks, guys. Okay, I want 86. Right, nigga. Oh, I want to get okay. that little nigga wet. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Okay. He's a grip, but there's a whole group of people, mostly men, by the way, who <laughs> um, they act like getting tested is the most difficult, worst thing that's ever happened to them. And it's like, we're just trying to do our job. It takes two seconds for you. Just let us stick the shit in your nose and walk away. Don't complain. Just do it. We don't want to do it. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> Shout out to the one actor that spits his gum out and opens his mouth every time we go to swab Yo. him. You a, you a weird ass nigga. Stop it. Get some help. Okay, so we 86, I'm just trying to keep the show going. Um, so we 86 uh terrible people who don't want to be tested even though it's not that big of an inconvenience. Also 86 of people calling you boy. We 86 of niggas who open their mouth for a swab up your nose test. Thank you, Ella and, and friends. Stop it. Get some help. And that was the most exciting and juicy and controversial game of Let's 86s in the history of the Martinis Up podcast franchise. No, we had a lot of questionable 86, 86 Mexicans cooking curry chicken, 86 raising their mice. oxtail too, that shit yeah. was. We had a lot of shit, so thank you to my guests, I appreciate you. Let's move on. Welcome back to the Martinis Up Podcast. We have been chatting. We've been playing games. This is the best episode yet. We've been recording for as long as a full-length feature movie, and we're more entertaining than them. So I hope you stuck around. We're moving on to one of our last segments, my favorite segment, a segment you can find on every single fucking episode of this show. PA of the fucking week. The last one, also known as POW. Right in the kitchen. Um, my first PA of the week is obviously gonna go to the PAs in the room. Y'all can't copy off me. Y'all gonna have to find somebody else to use. Sorry, but all the PAs of this, like this health and safety team, 
it feels like the blackest group, even though I got Riley and Ella, but like it feels still feels pretty black, y'all. Like y'all did a good job at not diluting the environment. <laughs> so shout out to y'all. Great fucking Don't team. Love me with the uh, yeah, you're right. Different That's than hurtful. white. Different than white. Um everybody here has their own specific quality I really love. I like Riley's morph in with the porn stash thing. He does his thing. I love Ella's uh, you know, she rules herself. She goes to the beat of her own drum. <laughs> I fuck with that. Shah is probably Probably the coolest Nepo baby I ever met. You don't feel, I don't feel no privilege from yo, you, nigga. I, yo, I, I wholeheartedly appreciate that. No, yeah, girl. I don't feel no privilege off you, nigga. You feel like you and me. I love You're talking to you. Like, just rich people's kids. Yeah, you and the shit. Um, I want to say C Swervy. C Swervy. C Swervy. Black Queen. Black Queen. <laughs> Humbled. Pretty. What more can you want? Um, my best friend Tay Tay uh, kept me sane through this. We have our own little department, but. Yeah, Freaky T, uh, two and them. We not like four, but we just two me and him. Yeah, we got with the squad. Thank you to d- for giving everybody a job and constantly letting me like berate you in public without screaming at me. I really appreciate that. You a real ass nigga. You got a steel spine. Um, thank you to Jake, who is not a part of this PA chat, but I'm just taking other PAs I know. Jake, very talented guy. Go get her. I said, let's shoot on location this podcast that we haven't recorded in weeks. I still haven't gotten you the last episode we recorded, but you still came. I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. Pop-up shop. We got fire, real mics. Fire. We, we doing it. We recorded it. And this looks, this is maybe going to sound a little bit crazy, but it's legit. <laughs> PA of the week. How? Okay. Goes to the COVID PA and other PAs and future PAs maybe of this, <laughs> of this world, okay? Pow, right in the kitchen. Moving on, who's who's next? Who's next? For who's the PA, PA of the week? PA of the week. Mm, let me, uh... kind of hard since you're looking at a staff of PAs that you hire. So. I was going to give it to you. I'm not a PA. We were talking, we were talking about just how this season was in general on how it went. And I'm just still not over. <laughs> well, oh, the text heard around the world when she, I cursed out the testing Alexis coordinator. Sent me a text that literally was meant for. She sent me a screenshot of her texting something that was supposed to be directed to me about somebody to the person that it was about. And it was a whole ass situation. I guess you really, can't talk about really it. Really fucked up my Friday. I'm not gonna hold you. Hey, yo, hey, niggas get shot every day, B. You be all right, nigga. That was, like, very distasteful. I'm like, damn, niggas been blowing up my phone since 7 a.m. I got home at 3 a.m. I was like, and now I'm just sitting down. I was playing, like, Super Mario or some shit, and I checked my phone, and she said, whelp. And I was just like, what does that mean? And then I click onto the picture, and I saw within the fine print, help me, nigga, help me. <laughs> this bitch is crazy. Blah, blah, blah. They try to tag team me. And it was a whole ass situation. And I was just like, what does this have to do with me? And then she's like, do something. I'm making you a better boss. She really turned, she turned the gears where it wasn't like gaslighting or manipulating, but it was honestly like, <laughs> honestly, it was just like, let me help her out. Cause she would do the same. So it ended up being a resolved issue, but I think that deserves a PA of the, of the week. Yeah. Pow, right in the kitchen. Thank you for PA of the week. I appreciate it. I've never been awarded PA of the week on my own show, so. Thank you. 
Are you done? Like moving on? All right, freaky tea, PA of the week. Spicy tea. Um, Spicy tea. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I uh, I also was gonna cop out and give it to you, but I'm gonna give it to, and I am a scab. I'm a double scab this week. I guess our boss, who was formerly a PA, and like we don't know anything about her, but this week we've gotten the most attention, random long messages, and she just told me today. I found out like. I was a PA. I know it's hard. I'm like, I guess. Thank you for like getting us jobs, not just as PAs. Like she's, she's trying to place us in weird ways. Oh, so, I owe you and Sharon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just. I don't know. God bless the PAs who come out of being a PA and then still look out for PAs. That's my larger picture. Yeah. PA of the week, I guess, is gonna go to the to the boss lady for to the ideas of PAs who help PAs. Yes. In this instance, our former boss. Thank you. Pow! Right in the kitchen. My PA of the week will probably go to Adam. Shout out to Adam. Oh, sure. I was going to do that too. Shout out my man, my man Adam. Adam been cool as hell since day one. He does his job so well. I never see him relaxing and he doesn't look like he feels any of the pressure that's on him. Like he just, it's just nothing. It. He's so graceful and he's always so open for like us to go and talk to him about what we want to do he's like yeah you can do this yeah they know like adam has been so super supportive since day one he's my favorite pa here so shout out to adam shout out to adam it's your fine ass like, yeah I was gonna, <laughs> that's crazy i was gonna say yeah. adam too yeah. because he was one of the first people to be like to make me realize like health and safety can't not be like you know be the end all be all and shit like that so he was like yo why you here just talk to people network and try to get your foot in through different doors and shit so he really expanded my thought process on you know what to do because you know i ain't hip to all this production shit you feel me so yeah oh baby adam and i hate the fact that they call him baby adam That's it's a grown-ass man for real i didn't know they call him that either he fine though pow right in the kitchen um i have to shout out meg because meg what she's an OG member of our team. She left literally like last week, but she's been with us the entire time. She did, okay, how do I say this? She did, she was the best of us. And I told this to Jordan and he said, don't oh, remind me. Ella, start from the top. PA um, of the week for PA Ella. of the week is Meg. PA of the She's week. She's been with us from the beginning, and she left last week, but whenever I would be late, I, and I knew she was there, I knew that she had my back. Okay, I knew that she was all she get. She was never late. Okay, can we all just say that? Okay, listen, we were on days when we were like sometimes all fucking around. She was never late. So thank you, Meg. I really appreciate it. Pow! Right in the kitchen. I'll give another. I'll give yeah, another shout out to week. PA of the week. Uh, real nigga since day one since I met him. Uh, my man Joaquin. He a real, he a real Another N-word. fine ass motherfucker. <laughs> yep. He a real N-word. Always got the gas. Always looking out. Saying a joke here and there. You feel me? 
Very good vocals. Facts. Mm. I'll, I'll fuck with my Tall. boy. Gorgeous. Fuck with my boy. Mm. Shout out Joaquin. Joaquin. When I break up with my nigga, call me because <laughs> you were just so cute. I was sitting with uh, C Swervo and I was sitting with Ella Bands and we bought, we all fine. <laughs> At the end of the day, one of us was able to accomplish that and I'm very fucking proud of you. I'm a little jealous, but you Sorry. did what needed to be done. I didn't try. Oh, 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 right. oh, oh, oh she <laughs> didn't try. She did. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth. She tried. She knows she was doing. Riley, you a hater. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. I'm not a hater. I am not. It is not hate to say that she put in work and she achieved her goal. Wait, 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 wait. I did put in work after the party. He texted me and said, want to get a drink sometime. Then it was like the deal was sealed. I did not put in work. I don't have to put don't in work because I'm Ella Band. Thank you very fucking much. Like I'm really one of them girls. Yeah, I know you. Oh, you don't know what's going on. Ah, what's going? On? Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm something uh, irregular that you ain't never seen before. Say that. Say that. Gotta, hey, oh, hey. Would I be? Would me? Would me or the viewers be like kind of out of pocket to assume there's some sexual chemistry between you two? Like, is this something you want to get off the chest? Like. Throwing stones from that glass house over there, Clark. I feel like I have to oh, rain. Oh, trust me, baby. I can hold up some wine. Oh, guys. 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 We got time. We got time. Get into it. I'm not playing again. There's some, some internal beef We're right now with four of them. Okay. Oh, now let's break it into two of them. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> They went from doing yeah. from Joe Rogan to that Angela Yee shit. <laughs> a little we bit did too quick pretty quickly. I'm sorry, I got messy. I just was curious. You I was know. curious. Oh my God, is this who we are? Is this what we represent? Okay, what is it? What's first your team, of the no, week? Adam included, but like all of first team throughout the whole season, they've been mad helpful to us. Shout Getting out all Miles. The actors like they've been mad, mad nice. Miles gave Anna. us days when we wanted to oh, do yeah, more. Oh yeah, Anna too. Kai, Anna was Laura. awesome. Kai. Always trying. Kai is a real one. Kai is Laura. fucking dope. So shout out the PAs they, on the yeah. production side. Pow, right in the kitchen. People our age made a noticeable effort to like try to help us learn shit yeah. outside of COVID and like get experience yeah. outside of COVID and make connections and that's all. I appreciate yeah. them I for filling in what, what I did. Sincerely a deadbeat dad. Okay, thank you, thank you. All right, wow, that was BA of the week. Pow, right in the kitchen. That was another really fun one. Who knew this podcast would be so fun with so many niggas? Also, I, I guess I, I just want to say to the room, I do have a girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. Yo, 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 yo. Stop. Let Shut me finish. Let me finish. Oh. Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you you'll feel me. I just come to let y'all know. Stop. Put some respect on my name. So um, now on to our last segment of the day. I had to cut a segment because we just, we be chatting too much. But moving on to our final segment, okay? So season finale vibes, y'all. Um, for the last time on the Martinis Up podcast, um, I wanted to talk just a tiny bit more shit about another industry that wasn't ours. Throwing the stones in the glass house, if you will. Um... Because this is my show and I can do whatever the fuck I want to do and I want to talk shit about the music industry. So yep. can we talk about music for a second? This week I actually have 
more questions than accusations and assumptions. Um, can someone please explain to me the deal with 21 Savage and the green card of it all? He's like, British. How many celebrities do you think that we have that are in green card relationships? Like, Bad what's going morning. on? 21 Savage is said to be dating another famous rapper by the name of Lotto. They're in a relationship that has not been confirmed, but it's because he has a wife, because he is not a citizen of the United States. Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber have been together for exactly five years, but he shows no romantic interest in her. And people think it's because he's a Canadian citizen who just wanted his U.S. citizenship. Um, I don't know any more examples, but what do y'all think about that? Can we talk I, shit about I music for a second? I think nobody should be looking up to no type of celebrity for like awesome relationship shit. They not you, never gonna be you. The niggas is rich, first of all. You need to be looking up to other broke motherfuckers. I passed my background check, okay? Tommy made his choices. And you just worried about you. Keep it all the way 100. Cut the bullshit and stop selling drugs. Or if you were blessed enough to be like, you know, grow up in a two-parent household, whether married or not, but you had your parents throughout your life, those should be your goals. Like, I ain't never looked at no fucking couple like Will and Jada and be like, that's what I want right there. When I got my, my mom and my dad been married for 22, 23 years, my nigga. So that's what I look forward to. You feel me? I got that shit right there in front of my eyes. Any month, all that celebrity worship shit, that shit is a mental disorder in my opinion. Can I ask you a question since I guess this is the first and last time I'm gonna have somebody like semi-famous adjacent? Like, how do you feel when people look up to your family as like relationship goals is that weird to you we since all you were there? regular ass niggas bro i don't think you should nobody should be looking up to you know well my parents like if people outside my, my, my family if they looking at my parents as relationship goals that's cool but to be honest my dad has a real private life like not even a lot of people knew what my mother looked like till about like recently and that's by choice you know she don't want to be in the spotlight she don't want to do none of that shit if that's what you look forward to hiding your girl from the world she that's on you but like niggas is not meant to be you a regular ass dude you feel me like it's, it's different you feel me show your girlfriend on uh, yeah show your girlfriend off today because show you are not meant to man you don't need to be hiding no bitch from the world for real bro like <laughs> what's that drake line niggas be, niggas be working at mcdonald's talking about uh, niggas can't get the drop on my girl niggas stop User. Oh, like for real. <laughs> Niggas is mad regular, bro. For real. Thank you for that. Anybody else got any opinion on celebrity relationships? I guess that's what essentially we're talking about green cards, but you should get your green card however you can, but like celebrity relationships using people like PR relationships. Fake. And most uh, of the time when you find out uh, like them couples and shit, it's always some bullshit going on. Camilla and uh Camilla. Isn't he gay? Ooh. Camilla, Camilla, and Sean Mendes? Yeah, there's like a very strong... They broke up. No, they're bad. They're bad. What? No, but the point is, I think there's a lot of that like PR-based relationships. Definitely. High, like, it's just like Famous society, yeah. So what you should do is be your own person because every relationship yep. essentially yeah. is probably a little like, bit fake. Yep. I saw some shit about... Uh, uh, the Bo Burnham and Phoebe Bridgers like making out. Apparently, like he had a wife or something, and like I don't know. They both were in relationships, and then like people were like, "Nah, I think they broke up." And then people like it was kind of just like proof of like you don't know what these like they're strangers to you. Like you don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like these are people like, that yeah, are like, like doing their own thing. Niggas thought Will and Jada and was so like oh ultimate goals whatever whatever. Niggas is swingers. I'm fed. Feeling X-rated. It's Mr. Nasty time. Oh, Mr. Nasty time. Yeah. Dead ass. 
So that's why August Alcina. Yeah, bro. So most of these people are swingers. So no, I'm saying like you, you, yo, you could be worshiping like. All right, I'm gonna like quick example. All right, if we didn't know Jonathan Majors was an asshole who puts his hands on women, we would be looking at him and Megan Good, strong black dude, beautiful black woman. I want that. That's nice. They look good. But That's who knows? Point. But who knows what goes on behind closed doors? He could be putting a whole fist in her face. But you, you, all you see is the Instagram shit. You like, yeah, I want that. Not knowing what comes with that shit. You feel me? And plus, everybody got their own fucking love language. If you're looking at another motherfucker to get identified with yourself, bro, go back to the drawing board. I feel like most music people are promoting things more often, like than like a movie star. A movie star has like couple movies a year but music people are always promoting different projects on different yeah. things so i usually expect that most of those relationships are fabricated in one sense or another hell yeah that's all i think this should be contracts like you sit down in a room with both pr teams like this is the only thing that makes sense you're gonna generate this much revenue for contract if like you know y'all have to have kids or a kid and this is what it's gonna be and probably like you know Two, three years when y'all make millions of billions of dollars, y'all could divorce publicly and shit like that. You feel me? Some people even have a conspiracy that Jeff Bezos divorced his wife so she could be the richest woman in the world. I believe that. That's a flex. It's kind of crazy. And that they actually and they're probably still fucking. Still together, but they're still together. And they're still fucking. I don't think he's that selfless. Like, also, think, Jeff Bezos is fucking Kim Kardashian. But I, don't, I like another thing about Kim Kardashian, I don't think Kanye crazy. We talking about the same nigga that begs for his kids, but be with his kids. You feel me? Robert, Stop it! Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. Like it has to be like you know a thing They're about playing that. both sides. Yeah, man. Yeah, when you talk about a Kardashian relationship, that's completely different. The than only like relationship I believe is real is Cardi being on set. Real shit. That nigga faked hacked his Instagram talking about talking wild shit to get Dead his girl ass. back. <laughs> so what? that's real shit. He keeps just getting You don't remember that? No, he faked it. He, he, he was tweeting, I like dick, I suck yeah. balls, pause, pause. All this shit to pretend like his um his, his social media was hacked because they hacked his messages. He was DMing, DMing all types of it, bitches. It came out in the and Cardi was like, fuck like, you. So, so he pretended? And she did the real New York shit too when they broke up. She like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be with this nigga right now, whatever, whatever. But you could come over because I, I want some D. I'm like, that's real shit. That's regular people shit. You feel me? <laughs> regular, regular niggas do that daily. You feel me? Like, <laughs> you feel me? Ain't feel me? Like, that's real. I believe that's real. She had this nigga out in the projects in the Bronx in front of her mama house. That's real shit. You wouldn't see Jay Z do no shit like that with Beyonce. Hell no. I don't know if Jay Z has to, but Fuck yeah. Home. All right. I feel like that was that was pretty much what I wanted. There's been so much that goes on. This segment can be pretty short because I have a very full episode. Do I look like I give a fuck? Because I don't. Can can I just ask one question on behalf of Fono? Me? Yeah, can I ask one question on behalf yeah, of Fono? Yeah, sure. What's the what's question? In the, what's in the new chicken wraps? <laughs> oh, what's yeah. in the new chicken um, wrap? What's in the new chicken wrap for? No, tell us. Chicken. Fresh lettuce, three cheeses, ranch dressing wrapped up in a tasty flour, tortilla, crispy chicken, chicken, wrapped up in a white tortilla. Oh, you? <laughs> All right, that's a shout out, Auntie. That's the final words from Fornum, Um, on behalf of crispy chicken sandwiches everywhere. Crispy chicken wraps. Um, on behalf of. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, thank you for the show, guys. I appreciate it. This is fun. On behalf of production assistants everywhere, recently fired production assistants, writers who are on strike, Ayati people who don't give a fuck, this has been the Martinis Up Podcast. It's been a really fun one. I really want to thank all of my guests for being a part of the season thank finale. You thank you, you for guys, You guys did some keep, shit, so thank you so much. Keep your head up, PA. It's just been so many that's been going on tangents throughout this whole strike. Yeah. Um, shit hectic out here. A lot of shit. You sent me some shit that people have been posting. Uh, Niggas is trying to sell ass right now. Yeah. Niggas is selling random shit. And no, I just for sure. Say, it's that. It's really that tough. Things out. are dire right now. Because it's, it's only like five productions shooting, and the other ones that are coming in, I don't even think are from New York right now. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff going on in Jersey and Jersey. Whatnot. So whatever. Shout you- out to Jersey. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. Shout out to Yo, Jersey. Hold on. Yo, yeah, I gotta represent big fucking stat. Yeah, this is the, the shout building. out segment. Stand the fuck up, Shaolin. You already know where we at. It be the big fifth power, whatever the fuck you want to call me. Just don't call me ugly, bitch. So look, just want to give a special shout out to my nephew, my mom's, my dad. Nah, I'm gonna stop. Thank <laughs> you. Think any other shout outs? This is a shout out moment, I guess. Shout out Meg. Shout out to Clark. Shout out Chris in them boots. Yeah, shout out to Chris. Yeah, Chris, 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 Chris Jacket one day, man. Shout out Detroit. Like, shout out to Josie. Shout you out to got Josie. me this job. Josie, absolutely. And everything, yeah. Shout out to my roommate for challenging. Shout out my dad. Yeah, my, shout, shout out, out to uh, our testing coordinator, uh, Carlizzi. Hopefully you listen. Maybe you won't. It's probably best if you don't. Shout out, shout out and, and, and good energy to, to Carlizzi. Shout out uh, Sean Greer. A lot, lot, lot of news uh, this week. Who got me this job, too. Sean Greer, my Shout out Big Tone from the group home. You know who you are. Shout out shout out to people who got through the picket line this Wednesday. You feel me? Shout that out was to really all tough. The, we did we negotiated though and, and shot the day. All right. Shout out to all the pregnant pit bulls and the niggas who wear black nasty snapbacks, man. Facts. Y'all, y'all keep the world going, man. Facts. Mm. Pregnant pit bulls. Wow. All right, guys. Um, we're gonna end it there. Thank you for tuning in to the final episode of Martinis Up Podcast. We'll be back, maybe. <laughs> See you then. Bye. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Woo!